All right, I'm back. And like this morning, I don't even care what the date is. It feels to me like day five or day of six. I don't even remember if I still care about zeroing out the damn calendar like I'm some announcer of a new fucking regime or something. I mean, honestly, I just that was like an option that I just am a little bit like not ashamed of like having such singularity to pronounce, but mainly that it doesn't really matter. I mean, what the hell is a new republic if there's no constituency? And it's kind of arbitrary, ultimately, but it happened. I had zeroed out the calendar, and this kind of feels like day four or five. That also coincided with me drinking a ton of coffee, though, so I was like, I'm not even surprised that I'm, like, fucking kooky. It roughly coincided with the fake Arab drone, Saudi drone attack on the Saudi plantation. By the way, I think I'm seeing evidence now of uh, the, the rollout. They have this 170-year-old English travel agency called Thomas something, like going kaput all of a sudden in England, and travelers stranded. And I took a picture, took a look at the picture. It shows like a Boeing or something. It says like Thomas something on the side of the plane. And I'm like, that's the ugliest branding I've ever seen in my life. And like, I'm not surprised they're going out of business. And... Who the fuck would fly a plane with some guy's name painted on the side of it, like, with, like, big block letters? I mean, it just seemed like some strange brand. I never heard of this Thomas whatever agency, but I was like, it's not, it was like when Michael Rupert tried to cite evidence of peak oil by saying they stopped selling the biggest tire to these tractor trailer huge trucks. He's like, this is peak oil, like, they're not even selling big tires anymore. I was like, well, this is kind of like that, but in a different way. It's like I'm just looking at some evidence of something. Hey, retard. What are you doing? Blowing leaves? Oh, okay, go back to work. Gonna blow the leaves. I'm gonna blow the leaves into a pile. God, I'm blowing the leaves into a pile. Blow the leaves out of the bushes in the water. Damn. Shit fucking drives me nuts. That looks like a new oven. But there's these guys down here moving in a new oven. And I think it was somewhere else. Hello, girlfriend. Hello. I love you. Will you tell me your name? As opposed to her name. Hello. I love you. Will you tell me your name? That's my joke. I'm trying to work on it. I can't figure it out. It's like, I used to sing that song to myself when I'd see a cute girl walking by. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? But then it's been happening. Like It happens every day around here. So I'm like, to emphasize, no, not just your name. Your name. Because there's like, there's always another girl. And instead of saying your name, your name. That's what you say when you speak. It's like, no, not you. You. Your voice goes a little higher towards the other version of you, which is a non-specific declarative against participants, various. And so I'm working on this joke. I'm like, hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Oh, there I got it. <laughs> it's so silly, doesn't it? But I finally emphasized it right, I think. And I had to break it down. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? I love you. Won't you tell me your name?
And it doesn't even make sense, because by then the sing-songy nature of it is, like, already way different than... Actually, you know what? If I went, like, hello, I love you, won't you tell me your name? Hello, I love you, won't you tell me your name? That, that actually, I just did it. But it'd be completely lost, <laughs> except if I'm fans of the Doors who, like, saw how ridiculous... That's, that's actually a pretty good stage joke, though. I could use that. But it would be like, I don't think a lot of people would even get it. But somebody would get it, probably. Somebody probably just got it. Fungal. Fungi. Fungal, fungi. Damn, dude, it's a hashtag 5443. That's my favorite hashtag. It's on the back of the sun. Okay, so I was under the bridge. I left some signals, some graffiti and stuff, and some art. And kind of at the end of my speech, I was like, okay, I'm seeking, it says it on my photograph, seeking rear admiral and naval intelligence. And I'm just, I'm like, dude, is any tweaker going to go by down there and know somebody in the Navy and they're going to get inspired by that? Or I guess I just took a photograph and I'm like, oh, and I left it for you guys. It's like, but I have to tell it here. Read my palm print and put my name down there. Impress me, dude. I can work for free. I mean, the thing is, is like, what good is money? Somebody once said that around here, but I took him to be, he was a pervert. And he's like, oh, well, the mercenaries have stopped working for money because, or paper, fiat, they're like, they've stopped working for paper. But he was like, long, long, long Bitcoin. But I'm like, dude, if you're a mercenary, dude, I don't want to be involved with this shit because he was just a weirdo, dude. He was, like, super, super into, like, the sovereign thing and, like, riding under duress on his tickets and being all legal all the time. And he had his database and he had this, like, tracking or recovery software. I, I let him put it on my laptop, but it was probably a bad idea. He's, like, prey or predator. And, I mean, I trusted him kind of, but he was also a fag, I realized later. like And, like, he basically wanted to fuck me. And I was like, dude, ugh. I hate it when I'm, like, talking about, like, sovereign law and, like, maritime law and crypto and just, like, signals intelligence and, like, thinking outside the box or whatever with somebody. And I'm, like, enjoying the flow of the conversation and learning or thinking I'm learning. And then I find out the guy's, like, nasty and he wants to put a dick in my ass or vice versa. And I'm like, dude, that's not why I talk about these things. I don't want to fuck. You know, I, like, I just don't want to fuck. And then... That's pretty much, if I start thinking about the Navy, or any intel or any, uh, what do you call it, Army, even Marines, like, dude, I don't want to have homosexual sex. That's not why I want to talk to soldiers.
Make more noise, make more noise. Cacophony of the symphony of dumbassery. I gotta get back to work. Dude, all I want to do is, like, not fucking have to cope with dumbasses. Alright, I'm in a pretty safe position from cars. I've been thinking more about why did the chicken cross the road? I'm like, dude, the greatest threat to my life locally is crossing the fucking road. And I don't want to be there. As soon as I was jogging across the street, I mean, I, I didn't need to look both ways because I knew what I was doing, but everybody else is going chaos. Through the intersection faster. Nerp. I'm like, this is dangerous to be around people like that that are dumb. Who have the ability to accelerate a huge chassis towards my death. Fucking weird German chick. She seems like a pretty nice person, but she's creepy. What's that? I hate being in Tweaker Town, dude. It's just constant tweak. You never know who's tweaking. You never know who's, like, drug dealing. You never know when a wrench is going to come against you or a chain. I'm actually thinking about leaving. But, like, as usual, like, right in the middle of the freaking Tweaker Ravine, which actually has a river in it, a river runs through it, and I have, like, the most pastoral, like, what do you call it? Balance and... Tranquility. It is like the eye of the storm. Because there's no tweak in the river. There's no dope in the river. There's nothing there. There's no needle. There's no money. There's no prostitute. And I don't think that, you know, all the people caught up in all that literally want to be in the river. Sometimes they cross through. But the only people that really do are, like, really, really brain dead. And, or mentally retarded, and like if they happen to use tweak or something, it's kind of as a side effect of their their life, not like their principal aim in life. So I wouldn't even call that one girl like a tweaker. She's more just like a, I wouldn't even call her a casualty. She's just kind of like mentally has some problems. So yeah, anyway, some woman who mentally has some problems, I mean, she's not really a big threat to me, I don't think. She might have been able to crush my head with a rock, but 
which I was a little worried about. But anyway, uh, when I was having my illness, I was really laid back and I could barely move because my fucking ass was blown out. Oh, nice pillow. That's yeah, probably not a good idea to take that. But um, she came by my camp, the one that they cut down recently. Just not specifically because of me, but because they cut the whole river. Hey, there you go. Same, 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 same thing. Quiet or something like that. Yeah, quiet with a dollar symbol. I don't want to photograph that right now, but it's kind of neat to see someone else tagging a dollar sign on a fucking bridge. I guess I'm not into drug running, but thinking about it as like a, as like a sort of as a, as a, a real opportunity to understand like system override and stuff and sort of back end. That is interesting. Just like I like piracy and stuff. It's like, it's interesting to contemplate all those things and those cultures. But, you know, sometimes when I get too close to thinking about that stuff in the old days, like Vietnam... If I'm talking loosely to somebody, like this one guy I met, he said he was a drug runner from Vietnam days. Not only did that, like, kind of PTSD me, like, thinking about drugs and body bags and stuff, but, I mean, I had some conversations with him, but he ended up being just fucking creep. Not entirely, but it was just like, it seemed like he was still in the vanity of his old stories. More than recovery. And he was like a recovery boss because he was like running this place. And I was like, dude, this just feels like you're running like a drug deal. But it was around then that I went fucking mental. And um, I, you know, I, I really did think I was drugged. I think that this guy gave me a cigarette dip, dipped in methamphetamine. And that's probably why I had a breakdown. But I'm not entirely certain about that. It's just like all the known signals. And I don't think that guy was necessarily connected to the other guy, but it was just like, I mean, maybe through drugs. Like, where did the methamphetamine come from? Like, who sold it? Who? I mean, I don't think they import methamphetamine, but maybe some people crossed. I mean, there probably was like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like, there was probably some connection between the guy with the cigarette that might have been dipped in meth and the other guy who's a drug dealer. But it was probably just a coincidence, and being locked up in the city, that is, like, having a job in such a small peninsula, San Francisco, you're bound to have all these drug dealers crossing paths, and ex-drug dealers, and new drug dealers, and shit, and, like, ugh, I just, you know, I don't, I'm not saying much about the city, except that I'm, I'm not there now, and I'm glad, I don't want to be back there, it's too, like, it is a toxic environment, like, there's so many freaking different chemicals and shit, and, like, you're in this, like, stuck terrain, well, I mean, there's a lot of toxicity around here, too, literally, I'm sure, but there's also, like, more natural space that I can just, like, be in constantly, and I can try to avoid toxic people and just toxic networks and, like, trap, and when I'm out there, like, chasing, like, a little bit of solace and little positions here and there just for the, the afternoon or just, like, go on a hike or something. I like putting down little safe spaces for my sobriety. Well, I did kind of like pioneer an outpost 
we'll see if the tweakers take it over. It's like there's a book, there's a AA book, and then there's the 12 steps in a journal out there. But there's also my graffiti and stuff, so... I mean, I'm not, like, holding up the highest hopes that that's going to remain, like, a nice sober space for me. But it could. And even if speakers come along and they find those books, maybe it'll make a difference in somebody's life. You never know. But I wanted to drop these other books off, too, but I... You know, I could put them back here in the corner. Yeah, I could. Because, I mean, it's really just dead weight on my back right now. I'll come back and get them later. Or I won't get them, but maybe some... They're good books. I just... I don't really need to be carrying heavy weight right now. I just didn't really see a good place to put them, but... Then I remembered this place back here. See how autonomous it still is, or whether or not it's populated. I just want to drop these books off. They're like all good, I'm sure, but I just that's the thing is I can't really carry books that long. The more I do, the stupider I feel. Even good books, and I can only read so many books. <sighs> Sometimes I just wish that I could like get them all in robot, digital, or human, but just quick, brisk, you know, very, very lightweight audio file. Ass Negro on your dumbass song from the 1980s. Gonna fucking blow in the blah 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 blaze. Why don't you go to Ross and buy some cheap clothes? Cause I don't give a fuck about all of yours. Oh, that reminds me, I'm thinking about doing a John Doe album. Oh, it's about time. Cause like, John Doe changed his name to conscious. That was so funny. It's kind of like when Snoop Lion became Snoop Lion. He like elevated to this like Rasta old OG thing. Changed his name. Well, John Doe elevated to conscious. But then he went to unconscious. And I'm like, dude, John Doe? I just realized that John Doe wants to do a new album. And I'm like, wow, John Doe himself? Like, what's, why is he using his name again? And that's like, <clears throat> fuck, dude. It's like, 
he's a rapper who speaks of himself in the third person, and so it's kind of mind-boggling at times. It's not that hard to understand, though. And for some reason, he wants to reassert not his slave name, but the name of the, the anonymous man. I think just because it sounds a little more normal than conscious or unconscious. John Doe wants to use his John Doe again. John Doe, pimp of the universe. John Doe, you know, entrepreneur of the fucking global plantation. Middleman. Impresario. Good, good Pimp John. I think that's going to be the name of the album, too, is Good Pimp John. And I just started to realize, I'm like, wow, that's going to be, uh, for me, it's going to be really fun to, like, hear a new John Doe album and to see, like, how it comes out. Actually, along those lines, if I produce the next John Doe album, even if he speaks of himself in the third person while, while being the producer, the producer may or may not uh, contribute then to like a new status. I just realized there's like likely to be a new vibe. All tracks not produced by John Doe or the producer, but incorporated, I'm going to look for a new, a new flavor. Like Actually, I tried to do that a few weeks ago now that I think about it, but it was more like a conscious, unconscious... And that was like a hindrance because it was like the music was just too slow and just like too languid and stuff. And it didn't really, it wasn't conducive to rapping. Straight eights or whatever and 16, whatever it is, stanzas, who knows. Wow, that girl has some energy. Uh, <clears throat> kind of indigenous, sounds kind of cool. She looks like she had this natural native energy. I'm going to get over here and do your job. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? What? That reminds me of some old thing I used to say, which was like, no, why don't you tell me what is your problem? No, more like, we want you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds like, uh, I think it was Kevin Redbeard. He had a joke like that. I, he has, like, the the thing in his eye, and he's like, oh, I am <laughs> Tell me your name. What the fuck? Free garbage? Yeah, no thanks. There's, like, a free bin. It's just stocked with crappy garbage. Yeah, I've had a couple of thoughts recently about, um, not hexagonal fucking situational with lug nuts that are in the shape of the Star of David versus pentagonal lug nuts, which are the ordinary ones on car axles. But that's interesting. The, the railroad crossing thing has a hexagonal structure around lug nuts, and almost every car I've ever seen has had pentagonal
still in the middle of a bunch of fuckers in a stupid chassis, plural, driving erratically, randomly around me, still fucking threatening my ankles, my fucking kneecaps, with their fucking cars. I might put some thought into, like, literally not crossing the road. In fact, I actually, this morning, my other option, I was going to think about traveling through this municipal concrete water system thing that I used to travel through when I was a kid or a teenager. And I was had such a blast, like, riding my bike into this thing until one day someone said, get out of there. But I was like, no. <laughs> but um, I was thinking about where it actually goes, and I'm like, oh, I could literally, and I know this, I'm pretty certain I can go, like, literally under Ocean Boulevard. And I had been to that position, and I was like, wait, if we had a pedestrian underpass right here, that would be so fucking clever. But, and by the way, I mean, in this particular county, I've noticed some major changes. Like, they, they completely redid Pacific Avenue to include, like, a contrary bike path going against the original flow of traffic, which was one way. I mean, that, whatever you think of that, that took some major civic reorganization. And not that I'm necessarily applauding them, but there was, like, they can't even fix a drinking fountain downtown. But there was another thing that was really a principal reorganization of civic space that I was I found to be like a really, it would have taken a lot of, you know, politicking, I'm sure. So I'm thinking it's not impossible to do these things, especially if they're pro-bicycle or pro-pedestrian, but I wouldn't want to engage in any kind of civic pursuit of contract or anything, any outcome related to local politics at all, ever. I wouldn't want to place any fucking energy into it, yet a recommendation... I wouldn't even want to make the recommendation, because if I make the recommendation, they're probably more likely to go against it, because they're like, oh, let's stamp out homeless people, and if some homeless person has a bright idea, like, they'd probably use all their king's horses and all their king's men to do the exact opposite of it, because Judith Rosenberg controls the local treasury. Whoever the prototype is, she's trying to get the pennies and nickels and the digital fucking they upgraded the parking meters. They can't fix a fucking water fountain, dude. That's Judith Rosenberg. She's at work. They took down tents on the beach because you got to save the tourist industry, even though summer's over. And, oh, it doesn't matter if the locals have sustainable housing called a tent. You know, they got to be against... It's just such a sad state of affairs. And I think that, like... Iron workers, smelters, plumbers, lumberjacks, uh, electricians have grown out of the city mandate that some housing must be a particular way. The ancient history of compliance, I think, I learned a little bit about how it's in the Bible. There's a reference somewhere that says that if you build a house that kills someone else, you will be put to death. I didn't know that, but compliance is like... From the times of the Bible, at least, there was a code. I don't think it's still that way, but... And then I learned about how, in compliance in residential home, there is a rationale, which makes sense, I think. At least it's it's fair to think of this opinion, which is that since the residential home is likely to change hands because it's going to be so strong and have been built for so long... It's fair for the city to investigate the joists that hold the thing up for after they get covered up with um, plaster and wood and wallpaper and stuff. It'll be hard to analyze how safe they are. 
And if it's likely that this domicile or whatever will change hands and be transmitted within the city or the county boundaries beyond the life of the sole proprietor or the mason or the architect, I guess, or the homeowner, it's fair to think that the civic body will have knowledge of how safe the structure is for the next generation of stranger or for others. And I get that. I'm like, okay, so that gives them the opportunity to go in there and red tag your thing if it's not to a certain code. I don't know anything about compliance and all construction and all that, really, just besides like the ethics of that. And But when I think about building my own home and stuff, it's like, dude, fuck you. I don't need you to tell me what a good roof is. I need you to get the fuck out of my life. I had like a zip cord the other day and someone stole it and I had a tarp. And I'm like, that's how I'm going to stay dry this winter. Tie this fucking cord between two trees and put this plastic over it. But someone stole the cord. And then the, the plastic is still there. I don't think it's comprehensive enough to actually keep me dry in a really big rainstorm. But it might be helpful. But the theory was, why are these guys chopping down these trees? Oh my god, they just killed like a really good tree, dude. That's fucking compliance again, dude. Give the beaners tree work. Tell everyone everything looks like Los Angeles. Go to Los Angeles or San Francisco, there's no trees. Or there's like pitiful, pitiful little civil growth that they'll call like a tree. Like there's some decrepit little stunted growth. Not even as interesting to look at like as a bonsai it's just like some absolutely fucked up tree that's all dirty like a mulberry tree or something I don't like these lurking cops that's the second time it's happened today we're under the wrong circumstances of course which is wrong according to them they have the right to come talk to me and then they say what are you doing I'm like I'm not doing anything what are you doing and then they're like, oh, put your hands behind your back. I'm going to stick my dick in your head. Fucking shark, dude. Meanwhile, I think it's just because it's Monday, but I take a momentary pause. I'm like, dude, I'm bait. I don't like any of it, dude, and I don't want to fucking talk to people. I'm not in a good mood. Like, I'm, I'm at work right now, too, and, like, I don't want to be encumbered by any cops' fucking opportunity to fucking make me into their job. That's suspicious behavior. I'm like, no, it's not. Until they say stop, you're under arrest, too. I should just keep walking. Hey, kitty. Hey, beautiful. Hey. Get out of the, get out of the gutter, kitty. There you go. <laughs> hey. <laughs> There's a little calico. She was like stuck between two ideas like she was like concerned with me and looking straight at me like she was interested the whole time I don't know that's just the second time I think it was the same cop dude I feel like I'm being looped on I don't know if it's the same cop or just the same kind of fat but strong looking kind of guy with like tan or dark skin like lazing by in this fucking cop car I'm like why who knows you know am I being looped on dude if I see that again I'm gonna be pissed off I don't know. I don't want to get paranoid. I'm just, I don't like being encumbered by like fear that just by hanging out and like talking and stuff that I'm going to have to get circled on. 
Maybe I should develop more respect for every single participant. But I'm just like, I feel like it's going to get wrong. Because, like, I'm getting too smart. And, you know, the gangsters who are the thugs, who are basically just cops, crooks, same thing. They're just so slovenly and, like, they just want their fucking contracts all the time. It's like, they're just, I feel like they're eventually just going to fucking work against me. Or accidentally, I'm going to be afraid they're going to. And then they're just going to be trying to fucking thug me on some bullshit. And then I'm just going to be, like, fucking pissed off. And that could end badly. You know, me, me being tased, me being thrown to the ground. I mean, there's nothing wrong with me right now, but it's like, I don't want to be fucking investigated. You know, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just so free that it's like, it's a fucking beautiful thing. But that's where, I don't know, maybe I need to check my emotional state and just get out of the resentment towards compliance and stuff because compliance it doesn't have to be bad but it just doesn't always seem like it's so good either oh and speaking of compliance in other ways i was i caught one article about how the sec was investigating some other ico platform and dude i'm i'm getting really fucking tired of that shit dude oh and that was like one topic i wanted to actually investigate because there was a whole psyop it might not have been mainstream media but it might have been mainstream alternative against crypto, which was that all ICOs were scams. And I was like, you know what? Wait, Ethereum was successful. So there may be a bunch of successful ICOs because I'm trying to learn how to motivate uh, investors um, and no, I'm not going to work in New York and I'm not going to comply with SEC. I'm not going to incorporate in America and whatever I can do to stay free and not have New York on my dick trying to nail a fucking 10 cent penny through my foreskin to hold it up to look at the smeg on my fucking penis is where I'm going to try to go. But yeah, I'll comply with all laws, but at the same time, Howie tests and all this bullshit and their investigation of anything that's fucking fast, like it's none of your fucking business. Get the fuck out of my fucking world. Dude, I can use paper cash without anybody fucking telling me what to do to buy your shit. But I can't let people buy my shit with crypto unless you have your fucking dick on it, dude. Fuck you. Fuck you. Sick of these fucking people, dude. And it's all Chuck Schumer. It's all Mnuchin. Mnuchin can't even sign his name, dude. He doesn't even know cursive. It's on the $10 bill. He's got his fucking name scrawled like a fucking 10-year-old, dude. Like, Steven Mnuchin. Dude, the guy doesn't even fucking sign. What the hell? Guys, all he knows how to do is just take all the money out of the treasury. Ah, it just disgusts me, dude. Like, where do you think all that digital money is right now? It's mostly going to fucking Trump and the Kushners. Probably going to Israel, mostly. It's Sheldon Adelson and just like probably like billions of dollars of digital. But I think the truth probably still is, is if they spend too much of it, there will be hyperinflationary reactions to their spending power. And not only that, it'll be noted because the entire fucking, you know, ordinary rank and file financial analysts are probably chasing all that with a microscope. And a magnifying glass. So, if they ever hyperinflate anything, even rare art or commercial real estate or anything, it's not like it's not just the Jews. It's more like the Gentiles and the 
wasps and the multi-ethnic analysts who are clever as well. Like, people probably will start to see it. So wherever that happens, I'm pretty sure it'll be fucking seen. It'll be bubbles. But will that actually show evidence of where they fucking siphoned off all their money? They could fucking put it through Argentina. They could put it through Israel. They could put it through Dubai. And then every time it comes back, they can just have every single one of their employees just like with extra money in their pocket. Or on their credit card. Black Platinum Chase. Whatever the fuck it is. And that's what's fucking gross to me. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to work. I don't even know how to phrase this. Because, like, I'll work, I guess, for people on fixed income. And take some cash so I can buy coffee and stuff. But maybe, maybe not. And, like, I just, like, I want to work for crypto. But it's like nobody's paying in crypto. Maybe, maybe Craig Wright. And he'd probably hire me if I was a female. And I was under the age of 30 years old. And I had firm breasts that were round. And a little bit of a saucy pussy that was a little bit juicy. Or John Matonis. Maybe he'd hire a boy. Or a young man if I was looking brisk. And I spoke properly. But, I mean, I like John Matonis, but I'm saying, who are these hodlers out there, these whales? When the fuck are they going to start? But I'm looking into airdrops, too. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, dude, I just want to find... Like a crypto economy that's just robust and actual. So that I'm working in a global fiat system. It is fiat in a way, but it's bounded. And the value of it is, like, related to fundamentals. But it's not... I don't think it's as fucking corrupted as Mnuchin's fucking treasury siphon going to Storm Chaser Films in Scotland. You know, I don't think that whatever it was when he did that trick with his fucking bank and his movie company and stuff and bankrupted something and all that, which was maybe a lot of defamation and rumor as well, but they're probably siphoning something out. I mean, it might literally be going through Storm Chaser, but it kind of doesn't look like it, but it's like, who's going to investigate that too? Not that I'm trying to snitch on them, but I'm sure that a lot of people are like, what the fuck are these people doing? And like, everything is a psyop. Like, it's all Oompa Loompa, it's all MAGA build the wall, it's all Trump this, Trump that. And like, I've, it's been occurring to me, I'm like, dude, it's like, you know, the fox guarding the hen house and the fucking Oompa Loompas jumping up and down in a pro wrestling match. And it's like, where's the money going right now? And what is actually happening in America? But then you have Mnuchin come out with this, he's going to investigate Bitcoin blockchain thing like a few months ago. I'm like, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about, kind of, in terms of causing regulation. But New York, dude, it's just such a fucking racket, man. And they, like, try to racketeer the entire world. And it's just, it's beyond taxation without representation. It's just, it's a, it's a numbers racket, dude. And I don't want those fucking gangs of New York trying to come collect some fucking California lotto tickets off of my penis. I don't want to fucking pay them an ounce of my flesh, dude. I don't want to use their money either because it's fucking hot. And it's saucy and it's disgusting. Got shit and cocaine all over J.P. Morgan's huge-ass fucking boat full of billions of dollars worth of coke. And it's not fair. It's not a fair game, Jamie Diamond. It's not fair at all, dude. I don't want to work for your dollar. Screw your fucking dollar, dude. Fuck your fucking dollar. But in the meantime, I'm kind of like, well, what do I want to work for and which money? 
where am I going to find it? And what do I, I want to make a fucking corporation. I just don't want it fucking controlled by New York and Washington, D.C. Can tell in effect, Jew, 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 fucking free money on my Jew. No, Jew. No, Jew. No. No, Jew. No dice, no Jew. No Jew. No foreskin, no ounce of flesh, no pound of flesh to these fucking criminals, dude. I'm not playing New York, dude. I'm not playing that game. I'm not settling in New York. I don't want to fucking play their fucking game. And when the fuck is it going to get, you know, real enough for me to be like, I'm fucking tired of those people, dude. 